0: Hello friends and lovers, thank you for tuning in to Digital Digital Get Down.
1: Welcome to episode 100, I mean episode 99 and a half.
0: Yeah, we've had long discussions in our production (laughs) meeting and I've given in, we're going to call this 99.5. We're saving 100 for maybe a special guest, maybe a special day.
1: We are still working on some plans for episode 100, didn't quite come together to happen actually for the 100th episode although i feel like we're already at like 104 because we've had so we many a weird Christmas
0: specials and Christmas
1: things. specials or like catch-up episodes that i don't think were numbered no
0: one thought we would make it this far people doubted Mostly us all us. along the way
1: people nobody even knows about this there wasn't even <laughs> anyone to doubt um hmm. so this is, we're gonna call this 99 and a
0: half heather's playing her today if she sounds, <laughs> if she mixes her metaphors even more than usual, she has an excuse today.
1: The worst excuse. I concussed myself today. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on purpose. I am just very klutzy.
0: I was not involved.
1: Ki- kind of. It was like 99 and a half percent my oh, fault. Oh, I see what you did there. Um, I was going up the stairs and you were downstairs with Leo And you said something. He was doing something cute. Mm
0: -hmm. It wasn't actually that cute in hindsight, uh, but
1: well, I was like halfway up the stairs, and you said he was doing something cute, so I like went to kind of peek my head up to see what he was doing. Except I misjudged what step I was on, (laughs) and just fucking smashed my forehead. Still, like I didn't think the
0: I didn't think humans like with brains like were able to hit their head straight into a wall. Like I thought you're. Your animal instinct would take over, and it would be like, "Oh, that's a wall."
1: No, it, it was way too late. <laughs> like
0: you know how in our Subaru, it's got like a
1: yeah an it auto have the crash detection. <laughs> um, no, I it was bad. It still hurts. It
0: was a very weird thing to hear happen because <laughs> I only heard one clunk, and then you just go, "Oh, oh, I'm okay," but oh no,
1: <laughs> it really hurt. I was like, we have the half-open kind of stairs, like the bottom. This bit is a of craftsman. This is
0: a craftsman home.
1: The bottom bit of the stairs, is not is a a split banister. level, so, or
0: some other term well, I heard, I saw on Facebook the other day. That was not split level. They were trying to like not use that as a.
1: I saw like four-story <laughs> combined half four half stories. Yeah, or something. something like that. I was no judgment, walking but. up the steps, and I peeked over, and I couldn't see you guys, so I was like, oh, well, and I kept walking, and then you said something again, so mm-hmm. I went, oh, well, I'll try again, but I gone up a few steps, so my brain, my brain, brain was
0: two steps lower. My
1: brain was thinking, oh, we'll just peek out again, yeah. not, like, it hadn't quite caught up to the fact that we'd gotten up, like, four more steps I sort then. of know
0: what you mean, because as adults, you don't often, like, peek around anything, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You normally just get into position so you can see what you want.
1: Yeah, and mm. I just, I was like, oh, I can just peek my head out. So I peeked my yeah. head out. I didn't want a couple steps and my brain was still stuck on, oh, I can just peek my head around. Yeah. And I didn't stop and look at my surroundings. All right, well,
0: thank you for walking us through that.
1: Oh, <sighs> I probably should not even be having this half cider can, 100 calorie yep. can of cider.
0: You'll be okay. <sighs> okay,
1: I'll do my best.
0: Um, Hopefully this isn't your last podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't even joke about that
0: oh goodness um so thanks for being here
1: thanks um the the main reason we needed to get this one out of the way before episode 100 Mm. is that this is going to be a little bit of a catch-up episode again which just about 87 percent of our episodes are that way lately because we keep spacing them out but we have a lot of like weird newses and weird um
0: stuff like
1: uh, weird updates that i feel like would be strange in a kind of a celebratory episode so i think we need to gotcha. get them out of the way and hopefully then the next i'm nervous weeks.
0: now i don't know what's on your list
1: oh a lot of weird stuff okay um the weirdest one that i there's a couple weird ones yeah um tooth ring there's a company what, what that are will what are you saying? tooth like your yeah. teeth there's a company that will make a ring out of your tooth it's even worse than the breast milk jewelry
0: I was going to do a bit there, but that's yeah. fine. We're past that. Um, a tooth that you take out for
1: them? A baby tooth. A tooth of a loved one who's departed. Oh, my.
0: Um, hmm.
1: Okay. So that's the kind of weird, creepy tidbits I'm saying we're going to get out of the way. Put that in this half episode. Thank you
0: for, yeah, kicking us off with that.
1: Face-off was the other one.
0: Face-off, right. Um,
1: this is all you know, thanks to, to Bill Simmons?
0: partially okay. yeah i was gonna say thanks to pluto tv plus bill simmons mm. like i still haven't found what i want in streaming tv i really just wish I thought wished... you were
1: gonna say in a podcast because that rewatchables podcast true
0: is...
1: yeah i don't want to malign a very popular podcast on our very bad <laughs> podcast so we'll leave it at that
0: um but yeah there's there's all these obviously free apps on roku and these other services I
1: understand why face off the movie was free correct it's garbage
0: yeah it's very hard to find anything of decent comedic or dramatic quality anyways not to belabor the point so i had always nothing f- to
1: do with the the bad tv this has everything to do with the actors and their choice to be in this right i've always heard movie. people
0: like bill simmons talk about face off and i guess i wasn't listening close enough because i thought it was like somewhat of like a serious movie
1: they make it a serious movie though like which is part,
0: which is like a big part of the joke i guess yeah
1: is it a joke though
0: i'm saying the joke that lives on now
1: right but like when they were filming it was I it think, a joke.
0: i just can't imagine reading the script and being like yeah i get it
1: this will be the next die hard yeah like it feels right. like that's how they were acting that's what they were going. and i just I almost don't want to explain to the people who don't know, so they have to go look up the synopsis themselves. The title is pretty
0: self-explanatory, yeah.
1: But it it seems like a joke movie that would be on, like, Bob's Burgers.
0: Correct. I'm sure they've probably done a spoof of it. You
1: know what I mean, though? Or, like, an Andy Samberg, like, his weird one. Like, that's what it almost seems like. For the record,
0: I think we only saw, like, 35% of the movie. Doesn't matter. We saw the medical scenes before and after, which is most important. And we
1: saw the climax at the end. The chase scene or whatever. Yeah. 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 That was too much of the movie as is.
0: But right. Like, I kind of got... This movie sort of reminded me of... um, You're going to slap me when I say it, but The Fugitive a little bit. Okay. In the sense where you're like, I can sort of see how, like, the original writer who came up with the idea was like, this could be interesting. And then it must have, like...
1: Got off the rails.
0: Very quickly. The Fugitive has a scene where they're Oh, yeah, the train. Got it. Um, But, like... It kind of felt like they wanted to make the whole movie just so you could have each of the actors act like the other person. Yeah. Like something that Orphan Black or, yeah, any of those things when you had the actor.
1: Parent (laughs) Trap.
0: Which is fine, but there are, like, as you're giving plenty of examples, there are ways to do that with movie magic that don't involve surgical magic
1: as well. Yeah. And surgical magic that makes no sense. Like, the, the premise is so flawed. Right, that, like, the medical the, premise,
0: but plus the the we reasoning. Have, we have reasoning. him captured, but we're gonna we're going to still use him.
1: Yeah, I, just, I think
0: we're yeah we're doing a little too much analysis of this film. All
1: right. Um,
0: I have okay. some other random crap we watched oh, over the last. We,
1: I was going to talk about Rape Oh yeah,
0: gonna, sure. we can touch on Rape
1: I have no interest in reading a Frederick Frederick Bachmann book. There's mm. so many, and people are always they all have. Titles: The Man Called Ove and yeah. and the the Bear it's got and the a Town lot of and lot and adaptations. Yeah, I guess and it's such. Swedish, but right. Um, it's a translated book, I so think. we've done
0: our own translation. It's Bear Town officially, but
1: yeah. So. Um, we started watching it because people had been talking about it, and I was like, "I never want to read." People these books. would not shut up about. But like, it. people kept talking about the show, and yeah. we were like, we, "We're kind of short on shows. Always, we never we get that We still have it. What's one. the last
0: drama that we watched? Spinning out. Probably. About
1: last one that we actually got into, even though that one was a train wreck too.
0: Yeah. Um, Witcher at the same time.
1: Witcher, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, we watched. We got up to the the. Pivotal rape we scene think it was in three town. episodes in. Yeah, I was not enjoying it anyways. It was a little too gritty for me.
0: Yeah, I think that's the right word.
1: Like everything was just gray on Which purpose.
0: Supposed to be for that town, yeah, but
1: it was like so boring to watch though. Plus, it I didn't realize it was in Swedish.
0: Yeah, you so... always get. You, yeah. mm, not
1: only was it like very gray and bleak looking on purpose, but then I was supposed to like read all the things. And this is not coming from someone who hates subtitles. Like *Yuri on Ice*, I'll watch that all day. Yeah,
0: true, you like, are picky. I've watched yeah.
1: animes. I watched *Scam*.
0: Yeah, all four seasons yeah. and that was in Norwegian. Okay, maybe you're not as picky.
1: So it it's, it wasn't the subtitle bit. It's the combination of um, and ja- the, the the Japanese t- 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 ones t- t- that you hate, *Spirited Away*. Yeah, and the Ghibli the Ghibli ones. Yeah. Those have subtitles, and I watch those. Mm-hmm. It's the combination of it being like this dark, bleak, gritty, plus then having to read the subtitles. Yeah. Like, it was a show that I wanted to half-watch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you don't need to, like, see every single ice hockey slap shot, Right. But you can't half-watch it with the subtitles. Yeah. So I Your
0: preferred up. way to watch TV is with Bejeweled.
1: It is. Mm. Like, that type of TV that's a little bit, like, too serious. I don't really... Uh-huh care to focus on it that much
0: so yeah i had faith in in the show you knew what was going to happen
1: i thought i i I vaguely had an idea that that was going to be a plot point
0: i i assumed they were going to like get to that line and then the person involved was going to make the right decision and i just got really turned off not i'm not like you where like i can't even stomach the scene like i can get through the scene but they had built up the male character as the central sympathetic
1: figure the the and uh, it just seemed out of character the way they had built him up too and maybe that's mm, the point yeah but also like the fact that like i could tell that then the whole show was just going to be how is the community
0: going to react to this and the
1: toxic masculinity and the patriarchy and like the whole show is about that I don't understand what's unique about it how many freaking shows and storylines and real life events have happened of like sure. an athlete rapes someone and then they everyone like believes the athlete and not the girl and it ruins the girl like that's not unique
0: <clears throat> I didn't and it's I do not didn't want to watch it play out
1: no it's mm. not interesting I don't understand why there has to why especially male writers are so obsessed with this idea of like what happens surrounding rape especially because it like is, is it really critiquing rape culture or is it just like feeding into the the, the trauma porn y- of rape? Yeah,
0: I think that's probably a good assessment. Especially
1: of it. the scene went on for a very long time mm-hmm. Like for underage kids in that type of scene, it was not short. It was not implied. Yeah. It was very long and very graphic. and okay, did not enjoy it.
0: Anything to change the mood from there?
1: Um, Uncharted? Do we finally finish Uncharted? I don't really have a lot to say about it.
0: I think we talked about
1: it last time. Did we? I forget. They're all the same plot points. They are, yeah. Um, did you want to go do some newses? Those were kind of just my intros. I got more random shit. You forgot a
0: couple. We made it through Space Jam 2. Mm. Um...
1: I thought the ending slightly redeemed itself.
0: Yeah, I was shocked that you like could palette any of it.
1: The when you were the earlier bits that you were watching, when it was like the tunes and then the yeah. people, and then I didn't care about that.
0: <laughs> to the credit I, of the people behind this movie, I've I've tried to watch the original Space Jam as a grown man. And it, it doesn't give me the same warm and fuzzies that I got. I watched that movie so much as a child. Yeah. And I loved the soundtrack so much. In this movie, the music, I didn't even notice. So that was a, a negative. And I think the easiest way to put it is that they jumanji did it. I'm sure on purpose, but they were like, rather than having LeBron do the same exact thing that Michael Jordan did, yeah. we will kind of use that universe but do this really like hyper modern instead of a video actually it is a game it's the exact same thing it's a video game
1: i actually didn't mind the video game bit at the end i love Mm -hmm. a moment where like where the team goes let's Stop trying to be someone else, and let's sure. play to our strengths. So like yeah. I love that turning point, especially in a sports movie. Like mm-hmm. we literally just freaking saw it in a Ted Lasso episode. Yeah. And remember the Titans? There's that moment. Of course. Like I I do love that moment in a sports drama where they're just like, let's be ourselves, and it mm-hmm. kind of like uh, switches.
0: You're just lighting up right now. Talking. So about So I babe. love
1: that moment and the fact that like it was, like the video game cheats and stuff. I thought yeah. was it was mildly interesting well there's a
0: lot to get through before to stay way (laughs) too
1: much complicated backstory that didn't make a lot of sense yeah um and i feel like looney tune humor has not caught up with like i saw a few write-ups about that
0: where it's like yeah it's time to let let them go
1: like i just (laughs) feel like a lot of the weird physical comedy and Mm -hmm. the weird I don't even know how to describe it the Looney Tunes like 90s cartoon character comedy just doesn't work anymore in the world Mm -hmm. that we live in like it doesn't I don't know I feel like now like the the youth comedy is like weird memes and it's so the comedy has evolved so far with technology and with all the issues in the world and things that Mm -hmm. I feel like there's just this too big of a gap between like the 90s carefree child's Mm -hmm. looney tunes humor and like today's world humor
0: you speak for the culture in my eyes honey
1: you know what i mean though like how old were you when the first space jam came out
0: probably like third or fourth grade i think
1: okay all the fourth graders now have cell phones
0: yeah it's a different era
1: it is and Mm -hmm. i just think that like looney tunes has not caught up with like internet kept up with like internet culture nor should it that's not what it is but i just don't know that I also don't think the movie knew who it was for. Was it for you? Or was it for today's kids? I think they tried they to do tried, both. Yeah, yeah, And I think that's what failed. I think, once again, the sense of humor of, like, today's youth was yeah. very different from the sense of humor we grew up with. And, I, yeah, I don't know if you can really meld that into one movie very well.
0: All right. Let's get into the main event. We were in a hotel room with cable channels and an hour to kill. And we turned on bachelor in oh, paradise God. you didn't yes. have this on your list no, oh, i'm so glad i wrote it down i had not watched aside from amazing race very old reruns i can't remember the last time i watched a true reality show
1: i made you watch unreal
0: which made this very like strange yeah because i was like wow it's it feels pretty similar to this dramatized version yes. of it um I still don't totally understand the concept. These were cast-offs from previous bachelors yes. and bachelorettes. Yes. Many of which n- vaguely knew each other. Many of which had no clue who each other was. The number of people didn't really seem to matter. There was no actual no, it game. it
1: fluctuated <laughs> very
0: often. People got, to, people got to enter the game at any point in time.
1: David Spade was there for no explicable reason. No like, explanation. Like the worst
0: hosting of anything I've ever seen. Yeah. People would come down these like uh you know like island steps and he would just be there and be like hi how are you
1: And they'd be like, oh, David Spade. Yeah. It was very bizarre.
0: There was literally six minutes
1: of him trying to open a bottle of champagne. Which was, I think, a joke because this was the girl who couldn't open the champagne the other episode. I have to say, this show is not very accessible if you have not seen The Bachelor or Bachelorette. Which, I guess, I don't know why new people would just start watching this. But they knew
0: how to build up up the character of Grocery Store Joe.
1: Grocery Store Joe. But, like... Everything was like, oh, yeah, that girl couldn't open the bottle of champagne on season four, episode eight. And you're yeah. just like, like, as a new person, like, right. you have to have watched literally every episode of every season for this to make any sense. It was completely yeah. built on all of these inside jokes and, like, characterizations of each other that well, you were yeah, supposed to already Once know. they start
0: talking, you realize there's not much else for them to talk about. Like, all their conversations were like, what's your age? <laughs>
1: Literally. That's basically their entire conversation. What do you want to get out of this? Also, by the way, I dated your uncle once.
0: That was a good storyline, yeah. I was just, like, kind of anxious watching it because I was like, what do they do on this island aside from drink? like there's nothing else Literally to do nothing. like at least in survivor there's a game Be to look naked forward and to drink. the naked guy really threw me for a loop. <laughs> i, I still haven't fully recovered from I that know. i just don't get like i saw a preview for the show where they're all naked i sort of understand that yeah. the one naked guy and it being a man naked but if
1: you think of unreal like somebody just like had to convince him to do that as his shtick like they all need to i
0: got why he did it i was more surprised at how accepting everybody else was and hugging and yeah, so forth the
1: one guy did kind of do the yeah far away body hug um okay i'm just waiting for the david spade story to come out about how many of those girls he sexually harassed because he seemed very off little handsy. He seemed real creepy. I just...
0: My favorite character was the bartender. Yeah, Sarah Highland's to be your husband, apparently. Yeah. I trusted him. I would go to war That's for him. That's the
1: whole point. You're supposed to go and tell him shit. Yeah. All right. That was bizarre. You're right.
0: Um, Otherwise, I read The Goldfinch while we were traveling, which mm. is one of my goals for this summer, because book digits, B-O-O-K-D-I-G-I-T-S dot okay. com, you have certain challenges, and one of them this year... Because someone said it was to read a 500-page book, and I didn't have very many in my to-read list.
1: Yeah. Also, so. I've been going through a little bit of a purge of our house, or trying mm-hmm. to. I'm trying to be a little bit less um, consumerist. Mm-hmm. That's order. Um And... I'm trying to read some of the books that I'm sh- sitting on my shelf, shitting on my shelf, <laughs> sitting on my shelf forever so that I can either like keep them or get rid of them. Cause I feel like I, I mean, it's, it's like a joke at this point, but like book collecting and re- then reading those books are kind of two separate hobbies. Yeah. So I'm trying to get through some of the books on
0: mm-hmm.
1: my shelf. So I approve of this goal of you reading a book that you have. Are you going to keep it? Did you like it?
0: I gave it a B plus
1: pretty high for you.
0: Pretty high, f- I guess. A lot of it was because of how surprised I was of how a page turner it was. Okay. Which, in reading some of the negative pieces about it, so this won one of the big big awards, and then had a lot of backlash. Yeah. Not quite for the reason I thought. Most of the backlash is just that the like the very literary reviewers said it's not. It poses as real fiction. And it's not. It's just a Dickensian type of novel. Um, was
1: not literary enough
0: for these people for certain reviewers yeah i assumed they were going to complain about how white it was
1: um i've seen a lot of complaints about that and uh, i thought it was pitched being racist. as
0: being like a a homosexual story and instead he kisses a guy and that's the one exploration of his sexuality really
1: but yeah the negative reviews i've heard is that it's racist that it's white and that like mm. also has some overt racism in it
0: sure um so yeah i didn't connect with everything in it Uh, the last kind of section tries to turn it into like almost an action thriller which didn't really work for me but yeah i think i boosted it at several kind of grade steps just because i was like expecting to have to slog through it yeah and i actually really enjoyed reading it because it was it was just kind of fun to read
1: okay so you're gonna keep it possibly would you read it again ever
0: i don't think so
1: would you recommend it to me
0: no do you care about art at all
1: like the the world of art yeah not really but i mean nobody cares about tennis and everyone reads infinite jest
0: yeah he's canceled by now um i'm just saying i don't i don't think so okay yeah
1: do you want did you like it enough to like want to have it on your shelf and look at it and be like i've read that
0: i don't think so okay gosh this got intense um so those are some of my random things. Do you have actual newses and stuff?
1: Only bad newses.
0: Me too. Good news and bad news, but um, really mostly bad, bad, news. bad news.
1: Have you yeah. looked at the world around you? Um, I don't think I know enough about Afghanistan to talk about it. It's definitely a bad news. Okay. Primarily the bad news being how fucked up America is that they over and over and over and over and over set up all these conflicts in the Middle East and then it really just hurts everyone there it's just Mm -hmm. a modern more modern form of colonization imperialism yeah imperialism Mm -hmm.
0: thinking that the way we do things can work better in other places
1: and that these people are less than and don't matter as much as americans do who need our cheap oil Mm -hmm. and that that we can we have the the what did they call it back in the day
0: what uh, manifest destiny yes mm-hmm.
1: and like the sovereignty to just go and just take over a place right. because we want their stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah it's awful okay and just the i know you have thoughts in the future for about the hyper militarization or the in- military yeah. industrial complex i play those whatever. close to
0: the vest for now
1: <sighs> um My other good, bad news i have a one step down bad mm-hmm. news, and then like really trivial bad news. Which one would you like first? Trivial. The Elton John and Dua Lipa song?
0: You have really have hot you takes heard about it? this. I don't know. I
1: listened to about one minute of it, and I was like, no. It's this on the album? Existed. I heard it on the radio. Oh. I think they've, like, played it once as a favor yeah. for someone, and I've not heard it again.
0: Because you know Elton John, because you played her tiny dancer.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was just not good. Okay. It seemed like something that you would see on Graham Norton and go, oh. <laughs> Except they played it on American radio. Got it. My middle bad news mm-hmm. um, has to. do do with ted lasso kind of i assume we're going to do a separate episode on ted lasso season two i think so yeah um this is like the bad underbelly of of that show Mm -hmm. um the english football violence did you see Mm -mm. that part um there were stats that came out about domestic violence in the uk and the correlation with uh, football soccer games Mm -hmm. and about the Anytime time there was a football match, the domestic violence rate went up by like fifty percent, and if they if the English team lost, it went up by like sixty five percent. Yikes! Uh, so there was this really horrible domestic abuse. So they're abuse correlating,
0: stat. like anger management issues.
1: Yes, like the mm. masculinity sports. Mm-hmm. uh issues with the men then taking amped them up that whether out. they
0: win or Correct. lose. maybe more if so they lose.
1: anytime the game is on there's i thought you were gonna extra say violence players
0: no mm.
1: uh but then there was heaps of racism about the players when english when the english team lost mm-hmm. all of like the white english dudes were blaming it on the young black players on the team and mm. saying it was their fault they lost and like saying really nasty stuff and starting Samuel obisande yes mm. um so that was shitty.
0: Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about the the backlash to Ted Lasso Season 2.
1: What backlash? Like,
0: I don't even read the internet anymore. I used to... I used to use Pocket... You clicked on subscribe? The Pocket app to save stuff to read. Yeah. And then I very... Not very quickly. I over time realized that like every article on the internet is kind of the same.
1: Yeah, and by the time you read it, it's not relevant anymore. Anyways, if you very don't true. Read it that second. But
0: right, all the think pieces like present a question, in the, in the title, explore it, and never really is settle Ted on Lasso anything. Is
1: Lasso really the main character we need right now? Yeah. And then it's like, well, he's white, but he's also optimistic and not toxic. Yeah. But also, do we really need more white like that?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But like yeah all of like the entertainment blogs have been not all of them i should say there have been several entertainment writers who have taken uh ted lasso season two to task at least what's been released so far claiming that it's an abysmal um turnaround after a great season one pointing specifically at the christmas episode i
1: can love the christmas and episode. saying Fuck there's off.
0: not enough conflict and they're not even making a real show what is this
1: the first like five episodes of season one had no conflicts either
0: i just I, I i still watch it's always sunny as my like lunchtime show or whenever i'm i have the house to myself and it's like you see that and like they are all very independent episodes there are in theory through lines but there's just bit after bit after bit and that show is like revered like yeah. i always say like if you have a show with great characters people just want to like spend a half hour with them yes and so, in this case, if they want to just let that breathe a little bit, I think that's fine.
1: And also, like, you don't need to have ABC stories. To have like a hard hitting follow up. It would have fallen flat. Yeah. I was worried that it wasn't gonna gonna be able to follow up too because we rewatched it recently with my parents, and I was like, dang, this is a good show. Mm-hmm. Like because the, the first time we were just kind of like, what is the show? It took us a little yeah. while to warm up to it, and when we rewatched it, I was like, this is solid. And I was worried that season two was not going to live up for it to it. And so far I've really enjoyed season two. Mm. And I think I appreciate that they're not trying too hard. Right. I would rather have them ease off and just have it there's still conflict, but it's For just sure. a little bit more character driven versus uh sports driven. But if every single episode was like, How do we get unrelegated? Like yeah. nobody there's wants to There's not enough fans. there. No, there isn't because you can't get unrelegated like, to the I end of the season. I promise you that
0: the writers like considered, you know, all these different paths and we're like
1: also they're just starting up the whole thing about the tournament that if they win the tournament yeah. and like but it was
0: cle- i thought it was really clever this is not the show we're talking about today but i thought it was clever how like you didn't really even know how the team was doing and they kind of started in the middle of a season on this go around and yeah. they had the whole gimmick about the ties and that stuff and that was like a great way to be like on the football side, everything is neutral. Yeah, so let's we just will, like, skip ahead yeah.
1: a little bit past the football yeah. line.
0: Anyway, yeah. save it for the podcast. Save it okay. for an, okay. another
1: podcast. Um, so it I made me
0: think a lot about some good news. I will never I stop talking about how much I, I hate. Oh, there was another one. That I, something else. Anyways. But what I wanted some good news to be was just something that made me feel happy. And really, they just needed to make a show like this. And
1: you were so skeptical of Ted Lasso
0: i was you I've did not want it, to watch it talked about it
1: i know and i mm-hmm. it's the feel-good show that we all needed
0: okay are we ready for some main events do
1: you have bad news still or was that oh i news? was gonna
0: mention tennis the u.s open is starting and there's nobody to even challenge djokovic oh. rafa i out. saw they were both out. roger just put him put him down him at this back. point it's time and uh murray's out so yeah there's nothing uh my boy oh my dom is also out
1: what happened to Dommy dom
0: hers elbow i think
1: who how did jokovic pay for the voodoo dolls for all of i know the knee and the ankle and the elbow and whatever he
0: really lucked out because he's younger enough than those guys to still have years left and the generation that followed them is just ridiculed because of how terrible they've been, especially in big tournaments. So he just, he's gonna own it for the next four years.
1: Dom or Djokovic? No, Djokovic. Got it. I thought you were saying Dom could recover because he's younger.
0: No, I still haven't recovered from that. That was last year was the final, that terrible match mm. where they were serving like like we serve at the yeah. end. Oh my God, that was ridiculous.
1: Oh, i was gonna say my other bad news is that the state fair is starting oh
0: i forgot to mention that How i was gonna do a bit about oh. us being at the fair recording from the fair which we're not we're
1: not at the fair because they shouldn't even be having the fair i, don't I even have it in i have to, to say
0: i don't know if it's schadenfreude or whatever the term is but i cannot wait to see the covid numbers in the two weeks after the fair is over I by re- the end of the fair you'll know the numbers from the first day
1: Yep. Yeah. oh my god and then school goes back yeah school's already back in some places or it's going back shortly. Right uh the shout and crowd would be a thing if like people weren't going to literally die and if it's yeah. not going to make it harder for us to like leave our houses we were talking to friends in Australia and like it sucks either way they're in lockdown again for uh, they've for lost faith
0: in their government so now i'm convinced that nobody nobody is capable of handling except this New Zealand. unless you're truly a small the island, islands, island. <laughs>
1: yeah um, of islands. so either you're in like lockdowns for indeterminate amount of time or there's just absolutely no restrictions. People can just do whatever the fuck they want. And neither of those is a good... I just, we, just
0: We never even had a lockdown in America.
1: For two weeks. I still... Wasn't nobody even nobody, nobody enforced...
0: Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't even know what to say.
1: American individualism. Live free or die. Hmm. Just do whatever the hell you want. <sighs> Very okay. negative. Um Yeah i think we should talk about our tv show first because i think it's it is time
0: like a, is this is gonna be a weird show for us to talk about because we watched the show
1: didn't love many it that moons much. ago so shout out to emily from the uk yeah she was the one who originally suggested this show to us friend of the show she um listened all the way through the end of a, an episode and and or oh, did we watch it because she had
0: she she won
1: uh, she gave us a couple suggestions yeah. the other thing she was to watch was last christmas Oh come on! I can't believe I didn't.
0: Can't believe I had faith that that was. Oh god. That
1: was a real movie.
0: Oh, yeah. Emily.
1: Um. So this was her other, one of her other suggestions, and um, mm-hmm. she listened all the way through a show. Show one of our shows that mm-hmm. she deserved. Did uh, we
0: say the name of the show? Show yet? No. Julie and the Phantoms. Julie and the
1: Phantoms. But, but this I show this on the internet as has well. now
0: taken on a new life for us.
1: Yes. Yeah, so this show we watched it it was like a good just half hour kind of lighthearted well i think it's longer than that but yeah i don't think so it's a shorter Mm. show it was a good shorter show and like like a show for the for the youth you know so it was it's like a dramedy for the youth yeah um some serious topics but a lot of just like kids humor yeah um didn't love all of the plot points like the show itself wasn't super tight however it is a musical
0: mm-hmm.
1: um not n- not very much like glee like there's not a lot of fantasy singing sequences
0: but the guy behind it is the high school musical guy which makes a lot of sense i don't even think i've seen a full high school musical but it has that same kind of
1: yes tone but a little bit more realistic because for the majority of the songs shows
0: about ghosts okay the
1: the musical bit like they don't just break into song in the hallway very often usually there's a little bit more realism to the musical performance is what i was getting at like she's a singer at like a performing arts school yeah and all but maybe one of the of the songs is like you know as part of a performance yeah it's not just in her head all the time except for that one yeah but this show yeah has taken on a, a new life for us because our child yes. is obsessed with the songs and the music videos that yeah. go like, along with it. He was really little. We watched it really like a year ago. Yeah. And uh, he We
0: would just get excited when he would just like move his head yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he would like move beat, his head yeah. or pay
1: attention to the show more than other shows. And we're like, oh, maybe like he likes music in general. So maybe he likes mu- this music. Um, and I think one time when we were trying to cook dinner and he was acting up, you were just looking for something to put on, on YouTube and you yeah. found the like um, YouTube cut of just all of the performances, like right. all 10 songs from the first season. And it has now been the most watched video in our household for like yeah. a year. Um, we are probably fueling all of the YouTube hits mm-hmm. for that video. Because at least once a week, if not more than that. Yeah. We watch the whole like forty seven minutes, yeah. depending on if you count on said Emily or not. We'll
0: get into that, yeah.
1: Um we watch the whole thing through. And honestly, I enjoy it more than I enjoyed the show.
0: It's like you remember enough about the show to be like, here's the emotions at this yes. scene. Yes. But they just do a great job in the musical numbers of communicating that. Yes. Whether it's eye contact, whether it's who's kind of cuddling up with who, just the words. The the songs are, are bops.
1: Yes. They all... A little bit kiddy. They
0: all have that High School Musical. There's lots of similar lyrics. A lot of either ups or rising yeah, <laughs> or standing, standing tall. Or, it's just very, yeah. like, an- it's very anthem Yes, pretty all much of them, every song. Pretty much.
1: Um, and... But, like, yeah, like you said, you can see the emotions. It's very... Like, the high yeah. school musical guy knows his shit in terms of, For like, sure. conveying emotions and, like, who to zoom into and, like, yeah. the even just, like, the cinematography of the yeah. scenes and stuff. So, it's my preferred way to watch the show. I don't mm. think i would enjoy watching the full it would show feel very
0: slow now it would feel very it, yeah. slow
1: and there was a lot of like weird episodes and plot points that were not super tight whereas try to explain
0: was- the show to other people they're always like somewhat baffled yeah i guess it is kind of a strange concept real quick sh- the show opens on this like punk rock band with a great opening number that's when i was hooked i was like yeah. this is like my dream yeah um and, and they this- are playing in the like the late 80s or early 90s maybe supposed to be four guys they are doing their sound check at the beginning Mm -hmm. then they go and they eat street hot dogs three out of the four do street meat and die
1: flash forward to them dead from the street meat purportedly
0: yeah what was there a twist
1: you never actually like i i continue okay we'll we'll come back to this we'll circle Um, back
0: there might be some roble and thunder in the background here um so they remain on earth as ghosts
1: no they don't they're just in like a liminal they're space they're in limbo yeah and then the you go to the pe- present tense there's this girl who's yeah. like playing on the piano yeah and they like appear because you find out later that her like studio used to be their garage right. where they played and her mom had recently died.
0: Dead mom, yeah. And
1: the mom was at that sound check and has some of like yeah. the only merch from that show. And that's supposedly like, the right. tether for the ghosts.
0: So the three musician spirits are then, yeah, tethered. Um, to Julie specifically. Correct. And, and so the gimmick is is that no one can see them except for her most of the time. But when they perform together everyone sees all of them
1: and hears and so yeah yeah. so when when they and they find it out kind of accidentally like she's singing a song that they helped her with and Mm. all of a sudden they like appear with their full kit and instruments and everything and and all the students can see them yeah so then there's a whole other bunch of plot stuff about them getting like hooked with the bad ghosts because they're trying yeah they're trying don't blame the skateboarder guy
0: he was absolutely to blame
1: it's like his fault a little bit but it's the bad guy's fault really but
0: it's clear he's he's a bad guy yeah
1: but the skateboard kid's like you know like an oliver twist situation yeah like the other guy owns his soul yeah anyways um
0: so that's one major arc
1: then they're trying to get revenge on their one bandmate who stole all their songs disappointed i
0: felt like that should have been like the primary arc you have so you have dirty candy yeah right which like
1: you know when people like
0: i mean saying that's a band name is like a meme at this point yeah i don't think anyone's ever said dirty candy boom we got it yeah
1: there's a girl girl bop name so the
0: girls Are like Julie's rivals. Yeah,
1: like the 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 popular rich girls. Yeah, one of whom is the daughter of the surviving bandmate.
0: And that should be like should have been like a huge revelation. That that episode, if I'm remembering correctly, is just kind of clunky when they do it. I
1: feel like like that sneaks into their
0: house or something.
1: I feel like that was gonna be season two. So I think there's something sketchy with the bandmate because. Yeah he in the last episode the finale he makes these like very shocked face which like of course he would be shocked if his like three bandmates who died were all of a sudden playing again but like there was a little bit more to it like Mm. i think like he poisoned them or something like i think there had to be something else there other than him just being shocked Wow. and i don't really like at the very very end of the last episode like spoilers Mm -hmm. i guess the bad ghost dude like goes into the little golden retriever love interest boy yep and like possesses him and that's the very I don't last Remember any of this that's the very last scene of the last episode after the yes
0: the bad guy
1: they they go they have the performance yeah and then julie thinks they're gone and she's sad yeah. but happy and then they appear and they're like we didn't actually leave we just wanted yeah. you to be happy and think we left and then right. the very last episode is the kids coming up very to knock on julie's scene. the very last scene Oh, He's coming yeah, up to yeah, knock yeah. on Julie's door, I think. Or no, he knocks on the door of the blonde kid and like... Yeah. Shoop. Yeah. But there's not going to be a season two. So I that's think there just, is. There isn't.
0: Why not? I saw somebody talking about it.
1: Oh, I thought there wasn't going to be one.
0: Anyways, so you have Reggie, who plays the bass. You have Alex, who plays second. the drums. Yeah.
1: Reggie... If anyone here also watches the show Voltron, the 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 newer Voltron yeah. on Netflix, the the animated show, uh-huh. he is Lance, one of the main characters. His voice was super familiar to me. You're kidding and me. E- and even his facial <laughs> expressions are very familiar.
0: I thought he um, was Chris Colfer's like alter ego.
1: No, he's Lance from Voltron.
0: Got it. Alex is the beautiful blonde drummer yeah, he's so with cute. those locks. And Luke, what's your favorite beautiful. boy's name? Luke. Luke-y-Luke. Charlie Gillespie. He is stud in the show.
1: He's like an internet stud now, too. Like am sure he is. The younger subset of, of people that I follow on Instagram yeah. on on book, the book Digits just Instagram like like this show as well.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know what else there is to discuss. I have a few specific things to get into, but that's a main arc. The I've never figured out. The who the step who the the aunt is remember how we're confused whether it's about the that? mom
1: or the dad's sister.
0: There's some sort of
1: Latin influence.
0: So the so Julia is played by an unknown. This poor girl still doesn't even have an IMDb photo. Mm,
1: yeah, I'm Madison.
0: Madison. Um
1: that video was so cute we watched the casting video where yeah. like her dad went she there she didn't with know if she was gonna get the part yeah she yeah. got the part and they had like driven down yeah and like she's just a completely unknown it has an amazing voice yeah like the acting is definitely a little amateur for a lot sure. of these kids especially the two main girls yeah. but her voice makes up for it
0: um There's so he-
1: plot point of like her almost getting kicked out of her music program because she didn't want to perform because she had stage fright after her mom died or something yeah
0: one thing i disliked was that there was not enough like school drama like there's school drama in the first two episodes and then they have so much else to do that they like kind of forget about her in school um anyways yeah the aunt i remember being a weird character
1: where like the aunt wants the dad to like discipline her more and yeah, the family dramas. the The little brother is kind of underutilized. Yeah, he like hops in and out and thinks, like, thinks the goat- there's ghosts. Yeah. And
0: um, so yeah, I don't know. Are we gonna rank the songs? What else do you have to say? My biggest hot take, because you've been playing the soundtrack on Spotify.
1: Yes, there's a I full, think full versions of songs. There I am right,
0: and some sort of remixes. I think. I think unsaid emily is sneakily probably the best song but this it is, is the worst part of the worst this episode is
1: a hot take coming from you because you skip that song every time oh i even try if, if cooking... i watch
0: the video part
1: oh is that why you skip yeah. it oh i thought you just hated it you no know,
0: i can't i can't watch it um but listening to whatever mix they have on the soundtrack it's like it has like the most unique kind of flow and like tempo i don't know any music theory terms but like i was saying the rest almost all of the other songs on the show follow like an anthem progression like power chords again i'm making these terms up (laughs) this one like the the title of the song is terrible and the way they get to the title in the lyrics is not great yeah but it's got a very kind of creative... I think it's the most creative song, I guess.
1: I would say that the um, like Undead Club songs yeah. are the opposite of that. They are very fun to watch yeah. and not very no. fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, those ones, I think, especially You Got Nothing to Lose, is like too much plot and not enough for the song. It's not yeah. actually that good. Um, Wake Up is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, that one like makes me cry if I listen to it too carefully. Oh, that one's
0: yeah, it's it serves its purpose. It's not my favorite though.
1: Um, I mean the dirty candy ones are guilty pleasure ear yeah. candy, like yeah. just just sh- like sugar, sugar, yeah. like the poppiest of when pop. I into the room, flying solo is it's fun. It's got a
0: good. It's got like the good like dialogue in the middle. It's, and it's like got a, like a good like yeah
1: like it just percussive. a very like it's very percussive and it's very much like just jamming with your friends yeah. kind of thing so it's got the good vibe to match with it <laughs> this um this band is back Whoa. that one doesn't do it for it's me it's just a little ditty it's a little ditty i pretty much like any of madison's songs the most yeah like so wake up or um or finally free finally free is one of my new favorites edge of for Great. a while edge of Grey was Stand my favorite tall. yeah the four like Anthony ones by Madison Yeah Like the primary ones by Madison are And Bright
0: What's Bright? The
1: one where she's playing in the auditorium Oh yeah 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 yeah. So I feel like the half of the soundtrack that are like My favorite ones mm-hmm. are just like The main Julie yeah. And the band performances Yeah. Um, I don't know which they all kind of blend together Because they are very similar to Correct. me Um
0: i'm sure if you layer them on top of each other it would almost be down to the the measure
1: (laughs) Um, i know you like now or never is probably your one of your favorites yeah
0: that's that's a great jam because
1: that's just right up your alley of like pop punk 90s like yeah um i got the music is fun to watch not as fun of a song correct um edge of gray i don't know edge of great is more fun to watch because such the good julian luke moment in that one yeah um that it's like gets your heart a flutter yeah um oh we didn't talk about Hall is your favorite for the end moment the last oh
0: that yeah um so yeah i don't I don't normally go down YouTube rabbit holes because they just get really unsatisfying at a and certain just, point. And
1: just like they're also forced and weird at this point. God, like, the ones mm-hmm. where they're
0: like they're gonna read questions to each other, like nobody yeah, needs
1: we're this. We're gonna see the most googled. So like, we all the did a
0: few, now. a few like cast things for this one, and buried in like this really dumb video was them admitting that Luke. I don't and- know how it happens. There was a miscommunication about whether or not they would take a bow at the end of the final yeah. song and they don't but but
1: luke and alex if you watch carefully they just grab each other's hand without
0: looking like just like very intuitively
1: and just like hold hands each other's for like hands. a solid minute and a half
0: in the show it's like five seconds it,
1: it's a while I right mean, like, and the other
0: two people are do just that standing all.
1: there and alex is gay too and has like, in the
0: show. In yeah, the, yeah, yeah. In the show, right. and
1: has like a <laughs> like a crush in the show. It's Ooh. a whole thing. They're just holding hands. Just, yeah. It's great.
0: You have skipped the song. What's the What's the dance class one? That's kind of a weird mm, song.
1: Perfect harmony. I think that one's better without the video.
0: Correct. The video with them doing their little like dirty it Reminded me of me ghost. when I had to learn how to dance in middle school. Uh, I just plays. meant like
1: the bit where the two of them are just like dancing in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and it's, but you like, do get weird. Luke
0: come out as he's, like, posing for, like, his...
1: Dirty dancing. Like, yeah. Because they're dressed. Right, is, like. yeah,
0: true. Um, yeah, which reminds me of the terrible YouTube video of music, professional music teachers watching...
1: seeking the music. Like...
0: I can't stand these videos where you watch someone watching it and most of them is them just like going... Reaction videos. I know I'm on camera right now. I'm trying to that smile. I'm trying to have a reaction. That was a
1: joke and never have I ever was one of like the really dumb dudes was like, I'm going to make a reaction video to other people's reaction yeah, videos. Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, yeah. Um, um, I don't actually... I mean, wake um, up and the piano on this one. You can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. This one is good because it has that great moment of... Of the yeah, she's supposed to start the off joining moment to, yeah. of which you know just same thing with the sports things I love yeah. that moment where like they think they're all Her alone team has and then the team up. shows up just in the nick of time so Bright has that moment and then Stand Tall echoes that moment mm. um, I so don't like
0: how that one starts but
1: Stand Tall it's just a very like, shouty
0: yeah I don't like it till the guys show up then I really like it
1: yeah Um you get what I'm saying about
0: Unsent Emily or no
1: Edge of Great is another great one yeah. yeah. I think probably Wake Up and Edge of Great are my favorites. It yeah, finally Freeze" fine. It gets really good, but it's a little yeah. slow to start. Um,
0: Unset Emily is just a very weird setup to the scene. I'm sure there are mothers out there named Emily, because I know there are younger women named Emily. I mean, it's just a weird name. I
1: personally know a mother th- named
0: Emily. To think about yeah um an old mom no, named yeah. emily and so yeah it's a weird song
1: also the whole point is that if she sings he can appear and instead of doing that she just hands the mom a. it's a, a bad album. episode like, yeah. and it's also been shown that they can be on video because the dad right. videotaped so why wouldn't someone just videotape them it's too
0: hard for her to see him like that
1: but, like, couldn't they just pretend it was an old video? I don't know. There seem to be a lot of other oh, better right, setups for But then for she this. goes,
0: and she doesn't know who Emily is, so she's Correct. just like, this is for Emily, but there's only one woman in the house. She's like,
1: that's mine. So
0: leading into it, I was like, "Yeah, dead Luke has a dead sister
1: as well? Or a girlfriend.
0: First. Right, that would I thought sense. he left
1: behind a girlfriend first when he died.
0: First, first.
1: First. Start the, the scene in...
0: Reverse all of the lines Just get to that bridge, babe. Just get reverse. to that bridge. From mm-hmm. my mind. Was he a singer before this? Were any of these people were I'll any of the boys fall
1: singers? Fall I mean, out. I should have mm-hmm.
0: it It's just all about his regrets and what he didn't say to his mom. Time here we go for mm-hmm. the, Didn't get to mm. the clock lies. Let's go straight in If I could take If I could just do that Right here, I love this beat mm. Every empty space, The words I love you in And maybe I would me If I
1: could me know
0: I never let you go And the words I most regret Are the ones I never meant to leave Unsaid Emily I think... Okay, you can stop there. I think something that I never knew I liked about songs is are long choruses.
1: Mm.
0: Like, a standard chorus is like four lines. And
1: it repeats over and over. Right. And this one's also like... It has on surprising li- uh, it has like surprising line breaks like yeah it it- that's
0: what I'm getting yeah and it's got yeah it's got like three parts of the course it's very anyways. like
1: Matt Nathanson like singer songwritery and yeah. um, it says he's a Canadian actor and singer mm-hmm. most known for Julian the Phantoms but he also was on Charmed and Degrassi
0: was well, everyone in Canada yes. in Degrassi yes. Like, you just you, like you just line up
1: you just show your Canadian passport like at like, every people, school right? like yeah. they film
0: a, an episode and, yeah okay. Alright, babe. That was a lot. You got anything else?
1: Just that Charlie Gillespie's beautiful. He has his muscles in the opening scene. Which which which
0: look did you like the most?
1: Um
0: I love him when he's supporting her.
1: I like him in Edge of Great when they have that like real Mm. like like whew, sexual tension moment.
0: See, I think it's the one before at the nightclub, the finally free when they're like oh we like each other the one after is like we know
1: um any of the times when he's wearing like a cut off t-shirt which is most of the show (laughs) is just it's a good look on him the cut tank like i the cut tank i i love like bicep shoulder arm muscles on Uh men and
0: i know his outfit in the last song is a little like
1: yeah, intense but almost. the moment
0: when he glitches and then appears that's a good <sighs> moment a good moment, yeah like i don't know if luke's gonna make it oh he's here
1: like the cutoff hoodies i don't really understand
0: yeah he's in that a lot
1: but just like the cutoff tank top this this moment with the beanie and the yeah. white t-shirt and then he's mm-hmm. like good one okay what's your favorite luke moment
0: Hmm. Like I said, when he's, like, playing, like, and singing, like, backup vocals, and mm. just, like, I'm gonna let this girl shine. She deserves like to shine. Or, like, the
1: moment when, the moment when, when she's, like, you're gonna join my band. Yeah. And then he's, he's just like, like, a little bit bashful, but a yeah, little bit impressed by her. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, oh, this girl, like, that moment.
0: Are they, is this, are they statutory legal?
1: Um, I don't know how old he's meant to be on the show.
0: If they are she's having their own gigs. School. Okay, we'll allow it. All right, babe. Are we going to call it there or are you going to do I a book as well? I think we might
1: have to call it there. I think so. That's been... It's b- a
0: tight hour.
1: That's been pretty long. Mm-hmm. The book, w- the book connects so nicely, though. I think we can do it pretty I quick. I we can do it. I don't do it. I have say. a ton
0: to say. Yeah. Basically, the synopsis is the book. And yeah. I like the book. I'm not saying it as a negative thing.
1: Um, I think we can do it pretty quick.
0: Biggest so, thing is it's a, one of the worst book titles
1: Yes. I've seen in recent history. I can history. never remember the title of it because it's just so vague. It's just a lot of words.
0: The title is Between, Perfect, and Real.
1: And it's by...
0: Ray Stove. Stove. I
1: doubt you pronounce it Stove. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a... I, I wanted to talk about it tonight while we're talking about Julian the Phantoms because it it's about high school musicals. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well typically romeo and juliet is not done
1: whatever it's about high school theater i should (laughs) say like a drama in a a high school yeah um
0: which is one of my favorite tropes we know this
1: that's why i made you read it because Mm -hmm. i thought you would like like that it was around a stage production Mm -hmm. at a high school yep it just Um, provides
0: such a perfect arc from like the getting the part auditioning getting the
1: part a lot of forks all pres- the practice proximity
0: correct leading up
1: it's just perfect yeah and then there's always like the surprising like who gets casted as whom mm-hmm. and then like who's mad because they didn't get cast as what what is not going to
0: carry on and carry forward yeah
1: who's whose girlfriend or boyfriend was cast against against someone else yeah. um so the premise of this book is that The main character is was born a female, Mm -hmm. and they are
0: present as a lesbian at the beginning. Correct. Identify as a lesbian at the beginning, and
1: they get cast as Romeo, Mm -hmm. and that helps them have this realization that they are actually a trans man.
0: Going by the name Dean. Going
1: by the name, even before they start to transition, they Mm -hmm. are going by the name Dean.
0: He does use he as his pronoun. Eventually,
1: okay. mm. I was just trying to avoid the she and the he because yeah. I know that it transitions across the book, basically. Yeah. Um, so, I think, I think what I enjoy a lot about a lot of queer books is mm-hmm. that they take the same tropes that you've read and that enjoyed, but give them such a more fresh twist on it. For sure. By having it be from a different perspective or a different conflict. Yeah. Um, or adding a layer to the normal conflict. Even um, Simon the Ho- Homo sapiens Agenda sure. has the, um, the play yeah. drama as well. Um,
0: this book kind of reminded me of Autobiography, boy- but I like this one, one I think, better.
1: This one is a little bit more tight. Autobiography yeah. went a little bit too long, mm-hmm. too many back and forths. Um,
0: so yeah, you have the... The play as like the backdrop for everything where it's like this is dean's chance to like be the kind of person that he yeah, pictures and himself like, as
1: try on a new identity in like a low pressure kind of mm-hmm. way um,
0: you've got the the drama teacher and the director who's like supportive because he has given dean this opportunity but doesn't quite know how to handle everything else going and on didn't
1: quite know what he was getting into yeah. entirely And then you have The Girlfriends, Mm -hmm. um, which is a very... I think that's
0: such an important storyline.
1: Interesting storyline, yeah.
0: It's something that I often think about, I don't want to, just kind of like on a whim, like I always ponder...
1: Like a what if.
0: Right, if you start, if you are a lesbian one day and then you transition, you could potentially become a straight person the next day, which I know lgbtqia all falls under an umbrella probably smartly for this reason where it's not like you're not going to get kicked out of the parade the next day because you're you're uh, technically a different status category or whatever anyways i think getting her perspective because i don't know i've never i haven't read very many books with trans protagonists but i imagine that is a very challenging uh situation it's like
1: a kind of gray area because it's like you love the person mm-hmm. but like you're allowed to have a preference for a certain gender presentation right and it's attractiveness like attractiveness or not, anything yeah. you're not a bad person if you're not attracted to one or uh, one gender or the other but then mm-hmm. how does that happen when it that transition is within the same person yeah and the person that you care about so that i think yeah that is a very real conflict that people face and i think it was handled really well in this book not that i'm one to say um or it's not up to me i guess to say if it was good or not but it was i think it was
0: just very important because yeah if you had that character just being like i love you for whoever you are which they try to do for a while and it's just that if that kind of aspect of it was like just given a positive happy ending because I know in books like these you don't want it to become trauma porn, yeah. where where things are negative. Like you want to give them a happy ending, but I felt like in this case you couldn't you couldn't let everything yeah. fall into that.
1: And it all, it uh, the writer did a, an amazing job with it because even as a reader you're like you're kind of cheering for them but then you're realizing like mm-hmm. it's not really working between them anymore and it would probably be better but then it's hard because they're like heartbroken and such a hard thing that he's going through already and then to add this on top of it but then mm-hmm. it doesn't fit right anymore like i think that conflict is really well done on the page yeah which is difficult it's difficult to to express that in a way that feels authentic and feels like you know you feel like you're in
0: yeah yeah
1: in the conflict and you understand both sides of it um so i don't know it was a very i, I got very like suck, excuse me sucked into the book mm-hmm. um and it just felt very authentic i think something like this could feel very either um shallow yeah or like you said too like traumatic and focusing on all the pain and drama of it yeah um and i said it was somewhere in the middle and it had It had, like, the parents... I was gonna say, the parents
0: is always the trope that I struggle with. Shout out to Simon, because I did enjoy how, like, the parents there were just, like, super supportive. Like, that didn't have to be an issue. Yeah. Like, we talked about Starfish a few episodes ago, or maybe it was the last one. No, that's what this reminded me of, too. Right, where it's just, like, there has to be a villain, I know, because especially i don't know was this the book where i was like it kind of felt middle grade i know starfish did for sure
1: this was um there was like the high school bully in this right one, i'm just too. trying
0: to remember if it felt too to middle grade compared to ya but anyways i know like the negative forces have to be very obvious yeah. in these types of books but as a parent i it's just cringy to me to be like oh i don't want the mom to be such a bully be the worst person in this yeah. book
1: yeah oh um there's there's the the trope of the support group too but I I really sure. like the support group in this one. Um I think it pre- felt pretty YA. I think it hit a lot of the YA beats it did, of yeah. coming of age, finding yourself. It had a little bit of the college stuff, but it wasn't overbearing with the mm, college mm-hmm. storyline. Um
0: You gave it an A. I gave it a B.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. I um it just felt really genuine and really real to me. Mm-hmm. Um I read a decent amount of like you know other YA books or YA fantasy or Mm -hmm. romance or something which a lot of times like you you like you enjoy the story but it doesn't actually feel very authentic Mm -hmm. you're just kind of like this story's ridiculous and I'm gonna keep reading it Mm -hmm. um and this just felt very yeah I keep using the words authentic and genuine but it just felt very real like the emotions there were very real and I thought it was a pretty tight story like the there was a lot of different things going on, a different different character, uh, different like friend groups, different mm-hmm. characters, different um, different pieces in motion, and I, I just felt like it all came together very nicely.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Okay. Is
0: I that think it? that's good, yeah. Okay. You got upcoming stuff?
1: A couple. Um, Are you going to share them? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who <laughs> to start with. Naomi Osaka, the Netflix series? I haven't seen any more about it. I I need to figure out if it's, like, un, una, it, unapproved. What do they call what's it? What's that
0: word? What they say? Un, uh, the un, mm.
1: unofficial? Un, I need to figure out, like, if it's allowed by her yeah. or if they're just doing it, like, to make money. What is um, that word? Unapproved. Un, sanctioned.
0: Maybe unsanctioned.
1: Yeah, so I need Hmm. to figure out if if she actually approved of it or not. Um, Miracle Workers, Oregon Trail?
0: Yeah, apparently I just read more short stories by Simon... Oh, God. I don't know his name. Simon Rich, I think. Um, And so he... One of his short stories is what Miracle Workers is based on, and he's, I guess, the head writer, so...
1: I... Kind of half watched that with you. That was like your lunchtime show for a while. We and did I, the, I, the medieval time. Medieval there.
0: one. There was one before it, and then the Oregon Trail. So
1: thing. Oregon Trail, Santa I, Riccio. I um, I'm intrigued to watch okay. that, especially with we have an upcoming trip. Maybe True. we'll see how COVID's going. Um, to do some like frontiers bullshit. Maybe so. we should
0: watch it while we're there as our like evening maybe. show while we're there. That
1: would be funny. <laughs> um, make sure
0: what's mikey up to the He's got a new show dreams, coming the out the field of dreams right. tv show yeah
1: you know that i will watch everything that he puts out because of my undying love of parks and rec but i also know at this point that everything he puts out loses like five to ten percent of the magic of parks and rec mm-hmm. so we're gonna
0: talk about book on nine sometime
1: yeah we'll save it for next time maybe um kind of fits in with the theme that we have going on for for episode 100 if we can pull that off so yeah um so yeah, I'll watch that show. As we've discussed, I love, a, I love a sports drama. I'll watch anything Mike Sure puts out, but I don't have too high of expectations. Okay. Um, Andy Sandberg and John Mulaney as Chip and Dale. Did you ever watch Chip and Dale, the Chipmunks?
0: Yes. They're going to be animated or they're going to be live action in Chipmunk suits?
1: Unclear. Is John okay still?
0: Shout out seen. to John. My family. We visited with my family for two weeks, and the entire time, my mom was desperate for us to group to watch, watch something. something. Together. And people were throwing out the dumbest suggestions. Sitcoms we did watch. And we did watch um, dances with wolves with a small portion of the group. We didn't talk about that on the podcast. Save it for another time. Yeah, we'll we got some Native American themed th- stuff coming up. Write that. Jot that down. <laughs> jot that down. Jack test. Tess- <laughs> um. So it was the last night. There were really bad recommendations coming out of left field from people. She
1: really did not like any of the sitcom suggestions we were throwing.
0: No. They tried to watch Fuller House. We tried to do One Day at a Time. Nothing was sticking. I had mentioned early on, let's watch a John Mulaney comedy special. And people were like, eh, is he that funny? His SNL wasn't that good. His SNL wasn't that good. I was like, okay. We put on Kid Gorgeous, though. And we had people of all ages...
1: Crying Just laughing. crying yeah.
0: laughing unable to control themselves um so thank you for that john even if even if you never get back to um, that this stage. was
1: a interview with mulaney um mm-hmm. and i on- oh, sorry with with sandberg not mm-hmm. mulaney and i only heard half of it because our son saw the icon for the julian the phantoms 45 minutes. i
0: do remember thing. you watching so he, uh, half of that interview he i caught to, a quarter of it
1: yeah um so they are not it's not animated. And they are not doing chipmunk voices see so I, I don't
0: I, <laughs> I need to admit something I don't know what Chippendale means in any context also in the goldfinch Chippendale is used to refer to a type of furniture all, <laughs> I know, all I know is that one time we went to a Matt Nathanson show at the Roxy and we were moved very swiftly out after the encore because it became a Chippendales so chippendale is a pun on male strippers
1: chip and dale are from 1943 from walt disney
0: so the strippers are make are a pun on yes, the characters that's yes. disgusting. <laughs> who came up with that
1: because they eat nuts i don't know oh my god <laughs> i don't know can
0: you look up chippendale furniture Cause it's referenced in the goldfinch again and again. Oh. Is it a
1: chip Chippendale. Chip, chip Okay, so chip Which came and first?
0: The chip chip and chip and Dale.
1: <laughs> okay, we're going way back. Yeah. Chippendale furniture. Thank you. Is originating in the sixteenth century and it's these chairs that look like this.
0: Dining room chairs.
1: <laughs> I like, <laughs> like the fancy ass dining room chairs.
0: Are called Chippendales.
1: Apparently. and then, It's a ridiculous
0: British word.
1: And then probably. And then Chip and Dale uh-huh. were two chipmunks from Disney.
0: So they said, what should we name these chipmunks? And someone said, I've heard the word Chippendale somewhere. Let's do that.
1: They are Chip and Dale, our brothers. <laughs> they are chipmunks. They were in weird framed Roger Rabbit. They are like in Mickey Mouse kind of shit. Yeah. There's... There were some series, I think. I remember when I was nine being very excited to get their autograph at Disney World. Yeah. They're anthropomorphic chipmunks. Um, They're very mischievous.
0: Okay, so jump, jump, get us to the next link. Who decides that we will call male exotic dancers? Is Magic Mike a chip and nail?
1: I don't think it's... It's like a brand. Like Chippendales is like, like a,
0: a a. Like a what's the what's the what's the one when the ladies are all in the lacy weird old timey things?
1: No, it's not like that.
0: But what's what am I burlesque? burlesque. Chippendale like is
1: like like a name brand stripper. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Chippendales is like.
0: You have brands of strippers? It,
1: they're from, like, one specific bar. Like, the Coyote Girls from Coyote Ugly. Like, mm-hmm. they're... Chip and Dales are a pun on the 18th century cabin, cabinet maker. The chipmunks are a pun on the cabinet maker.
0: I'm just gonna Google which Somebody
1: Googled, are Chip and Dales named after the chipmunks? And which came first? Did Chip and Dales or Chip and Dale come the first? The Chip
0: or the Dale...
1: How much do Chip and Dale dancers
0: make? Mm. Oh, look. Some Literally, Reddit has the post. Which came first, Chip and Dale of Disney or Chip and Dale of the Strippers?
1: Chip and Dale Disney. Chip and Dale was Thomas Chip and
0: Dale made his furniture. So it's not the chair. Doesn't not specific to that.
1: Oh, man. Jesus!
0: Definitely. I hope you're googling all this on okay. incognito I hope I taught no, you. No,
1: never. I'm telling you, mine strategy is the opposite. If you Google enough weird shit, it gets all buried. Okay, so the guy okay. who founded Chippendales, fit. the guy. Listen, you have yep. to listen to I'm this. listening. The guy who founded Chippendales was an Indian-born person, soman Banerjee. Okay. They called him Steve. Steve
0: Banerjee. I'm there. Yep.
1: He bought a West. A West Los Angeles bar, he renamed the bar Chippendales uh-huh. and began hosting exotic dance nights for women. He opened clubs in New York, Dallas, and Denver, and three touring groups toured around the U.S. and Europe. So that's what I'm saying. It's a brand.
0: Got it. So that night we got kicked out, they were bringing in the Chippendales. Correct. It was the, po- it was the evening Similar, entertainment.
1: Listen, listen, listen. Don't read ahead. Okay. Similar nightclubs soon followed. Banerjee was worried about the competition and attempted to burn down at least three of them. Epic. In 19- 19... That's about it. In 1987, Banerjee hired a hitman to murder his <gasps> choreographer, Nick Denoya we and plotted Caravan. to have two other former associates Nardin. killed. He was arrested in 1993 and hanged himself in his cell a year later.
0: Wow, well, that got dark.
1: Very dark.
0: It sounds almost like the Birdcage, in a way.
1: The Birdcage plus, um, plus Nancy Kerrigan.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, Tonya,
0: Birdcage. The company
1: continues to I, Birdcage to battle similar male reviews in court chippendale successfully registered its cuffs and collar uniform as a trademark hmm. following an agreement between hugh hefner with hugh hefner
0: hugh hefner didn't naked men
1: no they had an agreement with hugh hefner that he couldn't use the same uniforms because i think
0: Hugh Hefner cared what the men wore at all anyways wow i feel glad that i got that off my chest that wasn't a fun- furniture pun i think you got all the juicy details
1: it doesn't it doesn't say if it's connected to the furniture do they take the their nice little shorts
0: stuff? off or is it like a tasteful dance I
1: don't know hmm. i'm guessing like a thong situation hmm. when i've seen the few times i've seen a male stripper it was there was a very small thong left yeah, on at the a ends. hammock yeah okay thanks babe um, I feel that was like really we good. That was good
0: radio right there. Yeah. Uh, we got our plus at least. We know what the plus is going to be in the title of our episode.
1: Chippendales. Plus Chippendales. I was going to have a B plus. um... What? No, I lost it. It's going to have to be <laughs> Chippendales because I can't remember what it was going to be. We said it a couple different times. Okay. Whatever. Um, I have two other things, but we'll save them for next episode. I think because. we We can't we can't top that so thanks
0: for sticking with us folks
1: um we will see you for our 100th actual show maybe stay tuned we'll we'll broadcast some details at some point of what that's going to look like um and yeah thanks for sticking along with us for 99 in, in a in a full episode
0: love you guys peace out
1: bye